it's time. Roll for initiative. All right. So, what do you do? Hey, and welcome to Tabletop 101. I'm your host, Caleb, and with me is my co-host, Mike. Hey, what's up? Hey, today we're going to be talking about Player 301. It's going to be about player voices. We kind of hinted a little bit about this in some previous episodes. Today we're going to actually be talking about it in depth. Nice. Um, so first thing I want to touch on, neither Mike nor I are professional voice actors. And neither are you. Unless you are, then hey, thanks for being here. And if you are here, you can probably ignore everything we're about to say because you're probably more knowledgeable than us. No, no l- listen to it. This It'll be a breath of fresh air, a new take on... On amateur voices, you'll love it. Stick around. Shut All right, up, that's Caleb. fair. <laughs> <laughs> so let's first hit on the subject of what is uh, a voice versus like an accent or an impression. Right, right. So like I think a, a lot of the time when I got into role-playing games, I always thought that to do a player voice, I would have to do an accent or I'd have to do a Scottish accent, an English accent, an Australian accent. Or that I'd have to do like an impression. I'd have to sound like Arnold Schwarzenegger or Bob Ross or whatever. I'd have to mimic some other popular voice to be funnier. Or Gilbert Gottfried. Great one. Nice. Rest in peace. Beautiful man. Wonderful singing voice. Absolutely. <laughs> so with that, what we are not going to be talking about is we're not going to be talking about accents or impressions. No. This is about the only get about the only bit you get on that is right now. We're okay. going to be talking about voices, and what we mean by voices is changing your voice, not to an accent, not to an impression, but changing your voice with small manipulations to make your voice sound a little bit different. Mm-hmm. So that way you're not mimicking something else. You're using your voice for your character. You're just bending it slightly to suit your needs. Correct. So with that, we're going to be moving right into talking about our first subject, which is pitch and tempo. Ooh. Uh, when we talk about pitch, we're talking about using your pitch of your normal voice versus your higher pitch voice versus a lower pitch voice. All it is is just talking normal, and now I've all of a sudden shifted it to a lower pitch, and now my voice is very different than where it just was a moment ago. Or shifting it to a much higher pitch, and now I'm very much am a different voice, and I'm giving off a different kind of impression in your heads than what I was just talking about just a moment ago before. Nice. And that's a relatively easy way for like like amateurs like us to kind of modify your voice. And that was that was pitch. Correct. Now, tempo, on the other hand, that's how quickly you talk. Um, so I, I suppose and stop me if I'm wrong here, but let's say this is my normal my, my normal tempo. I can maybe talk faster like this. And now I'm like a fast tempo. I'm a fast beat. You know, I'm getting in there and I'm like, I don't know, maybe I'm, I'm on caffeine. Who knows? You know, I'm excited or. <laughs> Perhaps I can talk a little bit slower and pause more and, you know, take a little bit more time between my words. And you can also, when you're doing that slower speaking, you can really enunciate your words. Now it comes Mm -hmm. out as a different type of thing. Yeah, I like that because usually for me when I slow tempo, I, I pause between words. I have a hard time dragging it out, but... I like that. That sounds great. I, I like to drag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so with this, just these two little quick things, pitch and tempo, you can do yeah. a variety of different things. For example, 
um, we have we have a little chart that we made, a little nine by or a three by three chart, a little nine square, kind of oh, like an alignment an alignment. Chart, Ooh. Um, with with pitch the one direction and tempo the other. So, for example, if I were to ask Mike, yeah, I'm going to ask you to do this really quick. Okay. Uh, can you give us a fast high pitch voice? That would be something more like a, let's say, a fairy or a very diminutive like a, creature. Like a like a fairy, cool. So like this is, so 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 fast and high. Is this going to be like a, like a chaotic good? <laughs> I suppose if we're <laughs> looking at like a, like a little little chart of, of 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 fast high. Okay. I mean that's that's just where I put it on on mine. You can obviously flip the directions yeah. over like that and do whatever. Cool. But yeah. So fast and high. Okay, guys. So come out over here. There's goblins outside, and there's like 17 of them, and they stole my candy, and we need to kill all of them right now because I need to eat my candy, please. Okay, let's go. See, and that could fit to a variety of different characters, and it sounds very, very different than Mike's normal speaking voice. Does it? Yeah, I, I would say so. I didn't start yet. I would say that the 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 words fit your normal speaking voice, but the the, the voice was a little bit higher, a little yeah. bit faster pitch. But you could always easily fit that to like a excitable halfling or a a fairy or a sprite type character or something like that, yeah. where you kind of have that that high uh, higher pitch, that faster tone kind of thing, or that faster tempo there, and now you're hitting those character notes there with only a small change to your voice. Nice. Okay, well, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw one your way. So let's let's take the opposite side of the spectrum, right? Let's do slow and low. You know, like a like a, like an old like wise chieftain or something of like of like an orc band or something. Oh man, I can't yeah. think of what to say here. Yeah, just channel your inner appa. <laughs> many winters have come, and many winters have passed in this land. And yet our people have survived. No amount of animal herds will defeat us. Nice. Okay, now now you're 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 like the chieftain's child. <laughs> you're 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 slow and high now. Oh man. Slow and high. <laughs> slow so, and so high. some of these combinations work really, really well and they're very easy to do. Yeah. Some of them work a little bit harder, so I gotta I think high pitch here, but I gotta also think slow at the same time. Yeah. So let's see. The high pitch ones I struggle with a little bit, just me personally. Yeah. One day I will become the chief of this land and of this tribe. And when that day comes, I will stand against our enemies. It wasn't really that slow, but no, this is this is great. So was, I'm terrible. It was, it was a struggle for me I, a little bit, but and this is how you know that like we don't we're not editing this. I meant to give you uh, fast and low. <laughs> I'm so sorry. A <laughs> okay. So uh, so so with this with these just small yeah. modifications, you can yeah. do many different voice combinations just between those, and at the same time, you can do like very very different things even within those certain parameters so you're thinking your normal voice is less you can go a little bit lower like this and now you're speaking a lower or you can go even lower maybe throw a growl with it as well and now you're going i will have my vengeance kind of thing and you get that low and you get that kind of growl to the voice Mm -hmm. and so you can add little tiny things to this as you're going maybe you know you throw uh you know, different different things in with the voice kind of thing that, that help kind of do it. I actually had a character where I shoved two mints in my mouth to do 
to do the voice because yeah. I wanted it to make it sound like he had, um, well, a puffy face and, and there was a little bit of a, like jowls and stuff that kind of impaired his speech a little bit. And so by throwing two mints in my mouth, it, it caused me to impair my speech a little bit. And it worked mm. really well, apparently. Nice. Yeah, there's definitely like, like a lot of ways you can advance these strategies. Yes. But again, I, I think it's just really nice to kind of draw yourself like a little three by three chart, put your normal voice in the center, uh, put like uh, fast uh, uh, and, and slow above and below it. And then and then doing like like low and high to the right and left and then mm-hmm. just starting there and then trying trying to intersect them and just kind of playing with a couple of things um yeah figure out your where own. you're comfortable and what fe- what you feel like fits your character best and mm-hmm. you can easily run with it yeah you you you'll, you never know until you give it a try you know and it's i'll recommend starting by yourself um if you have the ability to record your own voice like if you have like a like a webcam set up maybe record your sessions and then play them back to yourself and once you're starting to feel a bit more confident with it, you know, maybe introduce it to your, your group. Let them know ahead of time, hey, I want to practice a new voice. My character's going to sound a little bit different because up until now, maybe I've been using just my normal speaking voice for my, my character. But I really want them to sound more like how I envisioned them. So I'm going to I'm gonna play with this. It might be a little hit or miss, but I want to take some time to, to, to try this out. You know, get a little bit of buy-in because nothing is worse than trying something and then, like, being lapped out of the table or you know getting like those those weird reactions from your friends Agreed. so definitely let, let them know your friends are there to help you and uh, hopefully you get the the support you need for it there is one more thing i would like to mention with this yeah is unlike trying to do an accent mm-hmm. or trying to do an impression with this there's nothing for a reference against yeah so you don't have to be perfect right even when you speak normally do you always maintain the exact same tempo, the exact same pitch when you speak normally? Mm. No, nobody does. So if you accidentally speed up your tempo or like lower and deepen your tone, that would sound like a normal deviation for your character's voice because it's your voice. If I try to do like an English accent and it turns into a German accent halfway through the conversation, people are going to call me out for it and I'm going to look like a dummy. Or if I try and do a Russian accent and pronounce a W... Uh, unlike how you know Russian W's, they typically say, you know sound more like V's. If I all of a sudden say water, yeah, that doesn't sound like a Russian accent at all. And somebody's gonna point that out if I'm trying to Some do an jerk accent. Jerk would point it out, That'd but be me. if I'm just speaking in a low tone and I say something that doesn't sound so low, it's not that really big of a deal. Yeah. Now, and I, I definitely do like that. Um, I think one way you can kind of like continue to kind of push this to kind of build your character with your voice and your um, your your kind of inner personalities is to add different different like mannerisms to your speech and different tones. So, and I, we could kind of maybe dive a bit deeper. Like like some of these techniques really help, especially if you're like a game master and you have a bunch of different voices and you want to make them sound like different. This is also a great spot, though, for for players to kind of have a certain thing that makes your character sound a little bit different. Maybe they're like a like a like like a, like a sniveling, um, back snabby loser kind of style character, and could you just call me out like that, Mike? Yeah, you know. And whenever someone addresses them, they go, "Oh, uh, hey guys," uh, and I start all of my conversations with that. That way it helps me get into that kind of high-pitched, fast-tempo character. Someone's like, hey, Gavin, what are you doing? Oh, uh, I'm, uh, I'm over here, guys. Uh, it's fine. Shh, uh, be quiet. You know, 
Yeah, you kind of have that like almost scared, shocked, you know, expression right away type thing. Yeah. Uh, like a like the kid in class who doesn't expect to be called on, and all of a sudden they are, and they're nervous about it. Yeah. It's like, for me, that's the easiest way, is having something that you open up your character's dialogue with to immediately make it so my, my fellow like gamers, or when I'm GMing, when my players know, okay, that's Gavin talking, right? Now we know it's him and not you know anyone else in the room. Um, what do, you, do you have any that like you would like to share with us? Any, any of these mannerisms or tones you like to use? So um, what I find as a GM, personally, um, when switching between them is I like to use a specific phrase or a specific gesture with my hands that helps me to kind of pull the voice together immediately it's something that i practiced over and over and over and over and over and over and over trying to get the accent down or trying to get a voice down specifically in order to kind of immediately put my mind into that mentality of doing the character okay um other times as a player i practice a little bit before the session so before people get here kind of thing if i'm um, trying to work on my voice and I want to do a low and slow, I'll probably talk like that a little bit before anybody shows up or before I get there if I'm going to the location. Mm-hmm. So that way I am mentally prepared for that and can quickly go into that if need be. Yeah. So, like, especially when I'm driving somewhere and I have, like, a character, I'll introduce myself as the character to no one while I'm driving over in my car. I'll be like, mm. I'm Corvus, the powerful wizard. Mm. You know, have a random conversation. These fries are awfully salty today. Mm, yes. And the, the guy next to me in the lane will look at me like, what is he smoking? And yep. where can I buy some? The car, if you're driving by yourself, is absolutely the best place to practice, vo- practice voices yeah. and practice different things like that because there's no one there to criticize you. You can be as loud or obnoxious as you want you're yeah. in an enclosed vehicle that's moving right like, like if you have like family at home or whatever you know like don't practice is... on the train <laughs> it's rude <laughs> if, if you're carpooling though and you're driving for your friends definitely do it do it do it <laughs> nice i believe it. i apologize i think i cut you off when you were about to say something about friends and family friends and family oh yeah, yeah. so like th- that's the nice thing about about the doing it in the car is like you if you live at home with like your parents or whatever or a roommate and you feel a little awkward doing it there the car is beautiful because for the most part you know if you're if you're in a country or you're in a situation where you have your own car and you get to drive alone you can use that time to kind of recap and get into character yeah it works really great um or if you've got like if you're if you're surrounded by a lot of loud noise i would not recommend practicing that because you aren't going to be able to hear your voice very well yeah, well, and that's why I recommend recording because, like, the voice that you hear when you're speaking is not the voice that people hear when you're speaking to them. Yeah, if you've um, never listened to yourself in the recording, it's very surreal. Yeah, uh, you never expect yourself to sound like yourself. Well, I think the, the weird science is because, like, your it's where your your eardrums and your your vocal cord is inside your neck, and you you hear it from inside your body before you can hear it from like projecting out from your mouth and around your ears. It's very very different experience. This isn't a science podcast. That's the science of role playing games. It's magic. It's just magic. Oh, yeah, that's no, it's why. Magic. I use detect magic. What kind of magic I mean, is it? It's just magic. I use detect magic. What kind of magic is it, GM? Uh, Sing the song. C- remind con- me. Conjuration, I think. Conjuration? No? Yeah. I mean, sure. Is we'll go with that. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm evoking thought. I mean, depends. If you're playing Dungeons and Dragons, it might be. But, you know, if you're playing something else, it's just magic. Okay, that checks out. Or is it tech magic? 
Ooh. Ooh. Um, but did you have any other tones or mannerisms that you kind of were thinking you wanted to mention really quick at all? Yeah, I mean, I, I've got, I've got a ton. I got a ton. I could do these. I could do these all session. I've got my, I got my angry barbarian where um, she'll, she'll scoff a lot. <laughs> Again, these are very, very, very simple. Of like, how do I open up the, uh, the conversation? Is she'll go, fine, right? I'll get that initial to kind of deepen the voice, and then also kind of get that, oh, she's, she's kind of ticked off right now. Um, or, or I'll have like the Goblin King from Labyrinth where he tends to loop a lot of his words. So that's less of something that I'll open himself up with and more of, I'll just try to remember to kind of drag out certain things like, Hmm, yes, you fools. How dare you think that you can come here into my palace and challenge me, the Goblin King. You know, like I just I, I curl occasionally, not every time, be a little overdone, but occasionally I'll try to curl some of his words. And in that one, I'd like to point out that's less of an impression and more. We actually did play the labyrinth tabletop game. Yeah, and uh, I played my own Goblin King. He, he did. He created his own Goblin King yeah. with that. And good uh, game. Yeah, he had some fun with it. Definitely. So again, to kind of recap what we've been talking about, again, we're not professional voice actors. Neither are you. Nobody expects you to be at the table. It's Dungeons and Dragons or another tabletop game that you're playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and again, this is all about trying to find a way to make your voice suit your needs for your game. You don't have to be great at at voice acting, accents, impressions. Again, these are just some very nice, fun, easy to pick up and try out tools at the table to make yourself sound interesting. And again, when we talked about that pitch and tempo, we've got going high pitch, low pitch, fast tempo, slow tempo, finding that combination in there that works for you. Mm-hmm. And once you're feeling comfy with it, you can add in some additional tones and mannerisms to make your character sound a little bit more nuanced and in-depth. And also maybe add a couple of cueing lines that you can open some of your dialogue with, especially earlier on in the session or any time that you've gone a period of time without talking, just to kind of remind yourself what you're kind of doing with that voice. Thanks for listening. This has been Tabletop 101 with Caleb and Mike. Uh, check us out in two weeks when we're back with another episode. Feel free to like and share the podcast. We really appreciate that. If you want to throw up any ratings or reviews on any platforms, uh, that would be amazing and awesome. Uh, as well as we also have an email address down below. Uh, if you want to look at that, you can check that out and send us any emails, comments, questions that we might answer in future videos and stuff like that. So with that, have a wonderful day. Bye.